Welcome to the ANA Podcast, Sports Talk with your hosts, Anthony Cortez, Alex Ashley, and Kevin Rowe. What's up and welcome back. It's the ANA Sports Show. This is part two. I am your host, Anthony Cortez, joined alongside my two good friends and co-hosts, Mr. Alex Ashley. What's going on, everybody? Mr. Kevin Rowe. How's it going? We're going to talk some NBA, but before we do so, let's talk about our friends real quick at Baseballism. They're an all-baseball-related apparel and clothing company for baseball people. If you're a baseball fan, you should be wearing Baseballism. It's that simple. It's America's brand, the official off-the-field brand for baseball. Visit them at Baseballism.com. And while you're there, use our code AASports, our initials AASPORTS, for a 15, 1-5% discount off your first order. Now we're ready to order today. Just go follow them on other socials. They're very active on Instagram and Twitter with new releases pretty much every week, if not every other week. A bunch of collections over there. King Griffey to be example, to be one example. Uh, Field of Dreams, uh, Babe Ruth collections, Major League movie collections, a bunch of stuff over there. Sweats, cap shorts, all kinds of accessories, all great comfortable material and really fast shipping as well. Uh, keep supporting any and all local businesses around you in your local area, baseball included, because they support us, so go support them. Baseballism.com, it's America's brand. Thank you. All right, gentlemen, let's get into some NBA. Uh, we're, I mean, as we're recording this, uh, the Lakers are playing tonight, and it's we're pretty much in the middle, if not like very beginning of the first round. Um, <clears throat> just, gen- I thought we could just do general reactions, and we could probably just. I mean, I know we did bracket uh, way too early bracket uh, before the playoffs even started, but we can kind of run through our first round predictions now if we want, right? Yeah. So. Where do you want to start? Well, East or West, I guess. Hope we'll coin. Let's go with the East. Start with the East. Start with the East. So we'll start with what the one versus eight series. Yeah, one versus eight. Philly versus Washington. So far, Philly has that one zero lead. Um, I got to watch a little bit of that game one. I can. I mean. I don't think this one's going to be. Uh, I don't think, well, I think it's going to be a good series, but I can still see Philly pulling it out probably, probably in six. Philly in six for me. Yeah, I think one of the cool things about this playoffs in particular is that in the first round, there's not as many guaranteed, or not even guaranteed, as many, you know, series that are as easy to call as there's been in the past. There's a lot of games in this in this first round or a lot of matchups in this first round that are going to, going to be tough um, for, for both teams. I don't think that this matchup is one of them. Uh, I think that the 76ers uh, are one of the better looking teams in the NBA right now. Uh, Joel Embiid is a monster. Drock Rivers has done some great things with them. Uh, and I just, I don't see, I'm, I'm, I'm not even sure that, that the Wizards will get a win in this one, to be quite honest with you. Um, so I'm going to call this one in four. I'm going to say they get sweet at most five, um, and maybe that's just to rest them for an extra day. But, yeah, no, this this team is looking very legitimate right now. Yeah, I agree with Alex on this one. Sixers are, I would almost say, the most complete team outside of maybe one or two teams in the league. Uh, I don't think it's going to be close. Four or five, definitely. Mm-hmm. Sixers. All righty. We got the number four seed Knicks against the five seed Atlanta Hawks out there. Atlanta already has the 1 0 lead. Knicks have been playing good ball. Um, Alex, how do you see it going, man? This is one of my more favorite matchups. Um, 
And this will not be a pretty matchup by any stretch of the imagination. This one will very, very likely go to seven. So the thing about New York is that Julius Randle has been their best player. Um, and, it, you know, he's been – I guess he's improved with shooting the three. But uh, he was trash this last game. But they still hung in there. It took a floater from Trey Young, who was easily the most talented player on the floor or probably amongst both teams overall. Um, to hit that floater right at the very end of the game to win that game. And it was big because it was in New York, right? Um, I see this one going seven, and I'm not ex- I don't know which way to call it because you have a very superior offense in Atlanta versus a superior defense in New York. And I'd like to think that defense wins championships, but I don't know if they can compete right now. Um with that being said, I don't see Julius Randle playing that bad over a seven-game series. Um, so I am actually going to give the edge to the Knicks in this one. I think they're going to take it at seven. I do think the defense will be able to pull through through the seven game. It's going to be gross and gritty and tough. I don't know if Trey Young will be able to do what he did every night. But, again, my big thing is I don't think that Julius Randle will play – as bad as he did every night. Right. And I think having D Rose will really help them too. That kind of veteran leadership, that kind of that dog, that grit that he brings with an air of finesse. I think that, I think that'll put the Knicks over, but like just there. (laughs) I agree. Um, Knicks are playing good ball. Like I said, they got a, they got a good young stud in RJ Barrett as well. Um, I'll take defense over offense. So yeah, I take, uh, I agree with you. I'll probably go seven, and I'll take Nixon seven. <clears throat> I think it's going to go just as long, but I'll take Atlanta. I think the Knicks will find a way to mix it up. He just wanted to say Nixon. it up. I mean, come on. <laughs> the past couple decades have been nothing but the Knicks being, well, the Knicks, you know? And I, I'm good on you for finally making the playoffs. But you're in a weak East, so <laughs> which you couldn't even crack into the playoffs in the weak East the past couple decades. But I mean, they've shown some talent this year. Julius Randle, like you said, most improved um, player. He won that award to mention. He did win the most improved mm-hmm. player. Uh, but I don't know. I think Trey Young's just got a little bit more dog in him, you know, and I think that's going to really come in handy at end games, like in Game One, getting that that clutch floater to win the game for Atlanta. I think he's going to have a couple games like that, and I think they're going to pull it out in six or seven. Uh, next up in that uh, in that bracket is the Milwaukee Bucks, number three seed against Miami. Miami already has that 2-0 lead. Kind of surprising. Bucks have 2-0 lead. Sorry, Milwaukee already has that 2-0 lead. Um, I read that wrong. My apologies. <coughs> I'm going to take Bucks in this series. Um, yeah, I'd probably say it goes six, five or six. I'll say five or six. It doesn't, it doesn't go the distance. Miami maybe gets a win. Um, yeah, I'm going to stick with five. Yeah, it's going to be the Bucks, but uh, I think I'll say six. Like, yeah, the last game yesterday was a blowout by the Bucks, but that first game, Miami took it to overtime and just quite couldn't quite put it, pull it out. It ended up being a uh, 
last second uh, shot by, I think it was Middleton game one. And so you're going to see a couple close games like that. I think Miami's going to sweep a couple out. And, but it's going to be uh, Milwaukee winning this series. All right. Number two, see Brooklyn. Alex. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, man. Sorry. 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 No, you don't. Uh, uh, yeah, so I, I, I agree with you guys. I do. Well, to be fair, though, I will say that if we had picked before any of these games had been played, I would have picked Miami. So now I'm kind of glad we're this far in because now I can probably <laughs> correctly pick the Bucks. Uh, just because, I, I mean, Jimmy Butler, that's where he makes his money is in the playoffs. That's, I mean, that's what he does. You know what I'm saying? If you can get him there, he's not a great regular season player, but once it comes playoff time, when you give him seven games, when you give him a team, and they just made it to the finals. I mean, you, you kind of expect some things out of them, even if they did have kind of a down here. But I do think Miami will lose this series. I do think that the Bucks will win. I'm going to go probably five. I have lost even more confidence in Milwaukee as a whole in watching these two games. I will, I will guarantee they will not win the NBA championship nor do I even think that they'll win the East. The Bucks? Yes, the Bucks. I do not think that. I The more that I watch it, the more that I think that Giannis is actually a number two. He cannot score late in the game. Talk about hot take. Yeah. He is a great player, but this is a three-ball shooting league, and he cannot do that. He doesn't have a good middle-range game either. He's good around the bucket and good on defense, but it doesn't matter because once you draw him all the way to the free throw line, you just pass around him. Or to the three-point line, you can pass around him, Right? Tell that to Shaq. <laughs> yeah. 15 years ago, Giannis would have been great. He, this is not that league. They will not win. They're a really good team, but they are not a championship team. Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday are good pieces. I still think they're, uh, you know, Probably the best pieces on a championship team that is not led by Giannis. They're not going to win. They're going to have to blow it up. I don't know if Giannis will be the one who stays and everybody else goes, or if they get rid of that big-ass contract and give them to somebody else who's dying for another superstar, i.e. probably the Lakers. You put Giannis at the five. You put AD at the four. Or LeBron at the one through three. Because they hate Drummond. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not. He's not a number one guy because you need your number one guy to be able to get you a bucket late in the game to win. And he cannot do that. He can't even shoot a free throw confidently. If you watched him, he literally had a 10-second violation standing at the free throw line because he's not confident in his own shot. Serious? Yes. I'm serious. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Like, he's not confident. (laughs) Drew Holiday and, you know, Chris Middleton had that great overtime three. Good for him. But that's not going to get them to a championship. This is not a championship caliber team. And Giannis is a, probably the best number two ever. But he is not number one on a team. Not now. Yeah. Ten years ago, yes. Fifteen years ago, yes. It's interesting you say that because there have been comments made by some that say he's – I think I think uh, it was either Chuck or Shaka said it, that Giannis is basically looking for his Kobe. Like, yeah, he needs his Kobe. Yeah, you need your pairing. Shaq won championships with Kobe and with Dwayne, but didn't with anybody else. Magic, I would agree. I would say that's not entirely true because 
you're saying 15, 10, 15 years ago, it's a little different. Well, nowadays, you can't win with two players. You need three. Yeah, back then, you can win with Kobe and you can win with Shaq. Uh, back then, you can win with Duncan and Robinson. But nowadays, you need three. Three superstars to really contend in this league. I would say, well, two superstars, and I mean, you're going to have some role players. I was about to say, yeah. You're going to have role players. Two yeah, good role players. You need three really good players. To contend with some of these other super teams. Yeah. Anyways, we can move on. Uh, number two, Brooklyn facing number seven, Boston. Brooklyn already, as we're, as we're recording this, Brooklyn already has a 2-0 lead in the series. And I'm going to say they probably close it out in the sweep as well. It's just too much firepower. My hot take is that Brooklyn does not win the East. Um, I'll say that right now pretty confidently. But, yeah, Brooklyn goes on to win, easily win the series for me. That's just too much firepower. Kev? I'd agree with that take. Definitely. And I think it, I agree with you. I think it's going to be sweet. Um, the question is who's going to be making it to that conference finals and making it to the NBA finals? Yeah. Um, honestly, I could see Brooklyn making it to the conference finals. I can too. They're just not winning it. Yeah. I, I don't know if anybody can get past Philly. Uh, so I'm not going to agree with that because I think that if anybody can, it's going to be the Nets. Um, of the entire NBA season, which is 72 games, this is, I think, the 10th game that their big three all play together, mostly due to injury. Um, they are the only team that myself or any analyst has seen that has multiple backcourt players who can create their shot that don't have to be a catch-and-shoot or have plays specifically drawn up for them. Uh, KD, when healthy, is probably in the top 10 defensive players in the NBA right now. A lot of it because of his length, let's be honest. I mean, seven-footer, it's hard to shoot over that. Um, and we can even recognize that a couple of years back when he was healthy all the time, always we were talking about, is he the best player in the league? Because he's obviously the best scorer, but then also can shut down anybody that he's been put up against, right? Um, so yes, I think Nets are going to sweep Boston, especially because Jalen Brown is out. He's one of their superstars. Their Boston doesn't have it right now. They just don't have it right now. They've been struggling all season. It's been a down year. Tatum has been the bright spot. Kimball Walker, who they traded away too much for now at this point has been a shell of his former self and a superstar is out. What are you supposed to do? Right. And now the Nets are starting to get some cohesion some 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 synergies, some some swagger back and having their big three and having three guys who can shoot and score on command. The question is, is can their defense hold up um, enough to get them to where they want to be? So far, I think they're averaging, what is that, 101 points given up. Um, and unless Philadelphia with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal can hold the Washington Wizards to like 80 something points, they actually have a better plus differential. Uh, the, the, the Nets do have a better plus differential versus the Celtics and the Washington Wizards. Um, so I, I think, in my opinion, if all plays out right, I would, what I would like to see is a 76 or Nets conference final, Eastern conference final. 
I won't pick who at this point, but yeah, I think Mets move on. But one thing they need to do is focus. They have to focus. This is a team I believe that could lose focus. Um, I'm still not sold on their coaching, and that's the biggest reason why I think they could lose focus. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's no problem. I'm gonna say <clears throat> I'm gonna save that argument for when we get there. Okay, have you talked Brook? You talked Brooklyn, right? You made it. Yeah. You made it. <clears throat> Second guessing himself now. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to clear my throat. That's all I'm doing. You need well no, I'll save it. I'll save it because I don't want to get into it right now. <laughs> jazz <laughs> out in the West, the the West bracket looks like the Jazz and uh the number one seed Jazz against the number eight seed Memphis. Memphis already has the one oh lead. I'm gonna say this series goes seven, but Utah does pull it out. Uh Memphis is a gritty team. Um, by the way, also Utah, Jordan Clarkson out of uh, San Antonio Wagner uh, with the Sixth Man of the Year award. So congrats to him. Shout out to him. He's not listening. Uh, but, yeah, um, I, th- I just think Utah is dangerous, um, obviously, as the number one seed. It'll be a good series. It'll be a very tight series, I think. But I, think, I do think Utah pulls it out. Yeah. Yeah. I do think Utah will pull out this series. I think it'll be in six. <coughs> yes, I do think they're going to win five of the, uh, four of their next five. Uh, Utah's too good of a team. Memphis, yeah, they're hot right now, but I don't see them upsetting the the, the Jazz. See, I'm after this loss, I worry about the Jazz. And I think it's a lot of the same worry that we always have about the Jazz when they get to the playoffs. Because they've been a pretty good regular season team for half a decade at this point. Um, but the problem is, is they seem to be pretty soft when they get into the playoffs for whatever reason. And we see that. Now, I do think that they will likely go on to win this series. I'm going to probably go in six, maybe even seven. I do think it'll go a little bit longer because of the mentality of the Grizzlies. They have that very gritty defense. They have that very kind of gritty, sandpapery kind of feel to them where they're going to work the entire time. John Morant, is special. I mean, I think a lot of people are kind of flipping, uh, flipping their, their pay, you know, changing their tune. Everybody was going for Zion in that draft, but now I think most people would rather have John Morant to some degree because of the versatility. You know, Zion's still exciting. He's still Zion. He's still, you know, a bodybuilder playing basketball, but I think jaw just has some more capabilities that Zion won't have. Um, and he's in more control. You can see it at the point guard position at John Morant. He's in much more control. Um, but yeah, I think the Jazz are probably going to, you know, easily kind of win this one. They have the firepower who was injured but is getting better now. Uh, not Booker. What's his name? Uh, oh, shit. Brooks? Yes. No. Dylan Brooks? No. No. Oh, my God. What's his name? Oh, I'm blanking so hard right now. For who now? What's his name? Uh, the Jazz. Donovan Mitchell. There we go. Oh, yeah, shit. Donovan Mitchell, who is their firepower. He is the firepower. Gobert is a good number two, but he is the firepower. Um, he will He will come back. He'll be healthy, and they'll be able to, to win the rest of them. He was a little, bit, a little pissed that he didn't get to play in that last quarter. Um, but it's okay. Again, heal your star. They will win this series. So I'm going to go with six, though. Uh, 
number four, Clippers against number five, Dallas. Dallas already has the 1-0 lead in this series. And I want to take Dallas with the upset because I just don't think – I don't think the Paul George with Kawhi Leonard experiment is going to work. That's my hot take for that one. Dallas Dallas upsets the Clippers. Probably, I say, I'm going to go with six. I think I think six. Kevin? Go ahead. Oh, shit, sorry. No, you started talking? Go ahead. I don't even think it's that hot of a take. The Clippers have lost their last four. You don't just turn on playing well <laughs> like the flip of a switch like PG-13 has been making it seem in his, his post-game interviews. Uh, I think – Luca is going to continue to drop 30, 35 points on them and make them have to guard him with somebody, which will free up somebody else, which will give them some abilities even beyond what they're doing, right? Dallas is not a good team defensively. And yet at the final, like, seven minutes, I think it was, they didn't give up shit. You know what I mean? Like, they locked down when they absolutely had to. Or the Clippers just couldn't score. Take your pick. Doesn't matter at that point. Point is, it's not happening for the you know the Lakers have lost, or excuse me, the Lakers. The Clippers have lost their last four playoff games. Did not know that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They've including this one, they've lost their last four playoff games. I think that there is some kind of unease in that locker room. The weight of the world was already on their shoulders, thinking that they have two of the best two-way players on the planet, and they're getting bounced out early. The payroll is ridiculous. There's from all the way top to all the way to the bottom, there is. <laughs> I think it's the little brother syndrome. I don't. I can't think of anything other than they need to get out of the shadow of the Lakers. They need to go somewhere else. Your boy, your boy hurt again. <clears throat> I hate when I agree with him, but he had a good segment on the but Clippers. You keep doing it. Yep. <laughs> he had a good segment on the Clippers where it's like they have too much pressure on them, and when you have when you have uh, the owner that they do, Steve, whatever his name is, uh, forgive me for forgetting his last name right Cohen? now but huh Cohen right no, no. Bomber oh, Bomber, bomber. No, yeah Bomber yeah um, he's I a very you know, the one in New York for he, the Mets he's a very <laughs> vocal and he's a very he's like a Jerry Jones he's basically not but not as Jerry Jones but he's like for the, for the sake of this argument right now we'll say Steve Bomber is a Jerry Jones of the NBA right now because he's very out there he's he wants his face out in the public and I've always thought that was a problem, at least for as like in general, like in, when you're talking about franchises, owners, like I've always thought like owners should stay out of the way and let people do their jobs. Um, nothing wrong with the enthusiasm, but there's like, I heard mentioned that there's just like, there's too much pressure on that team. And like, okay, yes, you've got to be pressure even without him. Once you see yeah. Kawhi and PG. Like your expectation is to win. Yeah. And then when you don't do that, when you're already down 1-0 to the, to the Mavs, uh, seated lower than you are. And, like you said, you're the little brother of the Lakers. Yeah. You know? like So, I just think there's too much pressure on that team, and I don't think they can handle it. So Yeah. I absolutely think, yeah. <clears throat> I have I have Mavericks in uh, seven, but. Yeah. The Clips are suffering from a playoff peak because Paul George cannot play in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He just historically has disappeared once he's gotten to that next level in the, in, in the game and 
just then they have nobody else <laughs> outside of Kawhi. He's also declining you know? defensively, by the way. Yeah, I mean, this guy, yeah, the Clips need more, and it's not it's not Paul George that's going to do it for them. Donkic had a triple-double in the first game. I don't think the series will be as close as some think. I think it's going to be five or six. And even the, with playoff runs, like, mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, the number three seed Denver Nuggets up against the number six seed Portland. This series is actually tied 1-1 right now. And I'm going to say, go. I'm going to go ahead and say Dame and that Dame and co do go ahead and win this series. Um, and pretty much my the biggest reason is because the Nuggets are without Jamal Murray. I'm not wrong about that, right? You're correct. Okay. Um, I think Jamal Murray being out really hurts the Nuggets because he's obviously your best player. Then um, you need that in the playoffs. So um, I say that Portland wins this. I, I still think it's going to be a close series. I mean, I think Denver fights for it. Um, but I'd probably say five or six, and I'm leaning towards five. Kev? I don't know, man. This game, this series is going to go seven, in my opinion. Because you're going to have big games from Lillard. You're going to have big games from the Joker. Uh, both of them were the leading scorers in the last two games for their teams, respectively. And uh, It's tough for me to pick one or the other. I think this series is more closely matched than any in the league right now. I think it's going to go seven, and I think the Nuggets will pull it out, but I wouldn't be surprised if Portland does. Yeah, I I agree. This is, again, when I was talking earlier about how there's so many many matchups that are so close in this series, or in this this first round, this is definitely one of them, because even though there's that three to six disparity, the level of talent between the two is very comparable, right? Um, yeah, the the Nuggets are definitely without Jamal Murray, which is absolutely going to hurt. But the plus side is is that they do have uh, Aaron Gordon, um, for who was playing for uh, I believe Orlando, but has since come to uh, that sounds right to the Nuggets. And honestly, couldn't have been better timing, especially with with. Uh, Jamal Murray going down and from all accounts when he got in, he just took off. Like he gelled in right away. Everything was great. Good locker room guy, good practice guy, good game guy, the full line, right? Um, so that, that definitely helps. Now, of course, trailblazers uh, have all the guys that you love, you know, the McCullough and Lillard who would probably be again, in a, the most beloved all-star ever if he played in a big city, but the kind of guy he is, he stays in Portland. He is Portland, you know? Um, now with that being said, I do think this game goes, or this series goes to seven and I do have to give it to, uh, the, the trailblazers. Um, reason being is because I, I don't think that everybody on the nuggets will continue to shoot as well as they did in this last game. I think it'll look a lot like it did more in the first game when they scored, you know, 109. Uh, but in this last game, Michael Porter Jr., 17 points. Aaron Gordon, 19 points. Uh, you know, Campazzo, 11 points. Morris, 19 points. Green, 10 points. Uh, or 12 points, whatever the case is. Um, you, you see 
lots of guys scoring in double digits. I don't think that continues to be the case. Um, so I'm going to go with Portland in this one, but I'm going to go in seven, and very likely it's because of some three that Dame only Dame and Steph could hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you got that Dame time in game six, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That whole. Yeah. Last but not least, we got the number two seeded Phoenix Suns up against the number seven seed Los Angeles Lakers. Phoenix has the 1 0 lead uh, on the series as we speak, as they. Uh, well, I don't want to call it an upset because they're number two seed. Oh, real quick. Can I make one more comment about the Clippers and the Mavericks? No, you cannot. Okay. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. The Mavericks <laughs> – or excuse me, not the Mavericks. The Clippers sat their all-stars for the last week of the game because they wanted this matchup with Dallas. If they lose, heads have to roll. Because you called your shot and then got your ass beat. That doesn't work. Heads will have to roll if the Mavericks beat the Clippers. But let's talk about the Suns and the Lakers. <laughs> Thank you for that. Suns uh, pulled out the game one upset. I don't want to call it an upset because of the higher seed, but, I mean, let's be realistic. It was an upset. Um, I actually think this is going to go the distance. I think this is going to be a great series. As we speak, they're playing tonight. It is currently 30-26. to 26. Who wins game two? We'll just we'll have we'll have to wait and see. Um, man, I mean the obvious choice is you have to pick the Lakers, but the Suns are dangerous. Devin Booker, CP3. Hot take. I'm probably I'm gonna be wrong. Hot take. Suns Suns winning seven. I don't care. She got Kevin. I got Suns and six. Suns, they're really being overlooked because of uh, you're laughing about it. They're really being overlooked because it's the Lakers. And yeah, the Lakers are healthy finally, sort of, and have Anthony Davis and LeBron James, but the Suns, man, they've been coming up. You know, and they got that veteran presence and Chris Paul. I know he's cursed like the like the Clippers, but I don't know. I just got a feeling about the Suns. And it's not just because they're playing the Lakers. I know you know, you, you guys know I hate the Lakers, but I don't That's know. I'm so curious. <laughs> I, I think it's their time, man. We'll see. Hard no. Both y'all motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. Number one, let's just talk about the Chris Paul injury. I don't know if you knew this, but he literally could barely use his right hand at the end of the last game. He could not pass to the right. He could not dribble to the right. He could only go left. So let's talk about that. If Chris Paul isn't there, who's going to lead that team? Who's going to be on the floor to be a leader? Okay. Who's going to lead the team on the floor where it kind of counts? Devin Booker. Devin Booker. And how long has Devin Booker been on that team? And how's it been going so far? It wasn't until they got CP3 that he was able to distribute and lead these guys to where they need to go on the court. You can talk all you want on the, uh, on the bench and in the locker room, but you need somebody to produce on the court and he can do that. Number two, let's talk about the only big that they have is a second-year player versus Anthony Davis, who, when he is healthy, is top five player on the planet. Right, the second biggest guy on their team is like six six. There's nobody who can compete with Anthony Davis. Now, Aiden did smack Davis around in game one, right? 
that's we all saw that Anthony Davis had probably the worst game he's ever had in his entire life. His point, his uh, plus minus was literally it was negative something, but the next closest person to him, he doubled that. Right, he had literally the worst game that he's ever had and will probably ever have again. Okay, so nobody can compete with him down low. Now you also get kind of this whole like first win vibe thing that for some odd reason we always do with LeBron James like last year when he lost to the Blazers in that first game and we were like Blazers are gonna sweep and then they fucking did and then the next round he lost the first game and he still fucking won that round too or how about any of the other series that that just happened did you know the league average when you lose the first game you only win the series 23 percent of the time do you know what LeBron's average is? 60%. He is three times better than the entire league at winning a series, even if he loses that first game. Now, you have a more experienced head coach, better players, healthier players, and you want to tell me the other team is going to win. Oh, also, this was in Phoenix, who hasn't had a playoff game in 11 years, so I'm glad that they got excited. There's no way. When you have a better players, better coach, better experience, younger team on the other side, an injured team on the other side, nah. Lakers are going to upset the Suns, who have played extraordinarily well. I'm not taking anything away from them. They just don't match up against the Lakers in particular. Now, I think the Suns could take on a lot of the guys in the West and probably win. I think they would beat the Jazz. I think they would beat the Grizzlies. I think they would beat probably the Blazers. I don't know about the Nuggets. I don't know about the Clippers. I do think they beat the Mavs. So of the you know eight teams in the playoffs, or well, seven that they would play against, I think they'd beat five of them. This is just one of two teams I don't think you can beat if you're the Suns, the Nuggets, and the Lakers. Okay. That was what the head roll was for earlier, by the way. Oh, man. It's good to be back in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that was fun. Next next week we'll have a better idea of who matches up in the second round, uh, as hopefully most, if not all, the series are done. Um, email is sports show demo.com if you want to write in at all, contribute, and let us know your first round predictions. Let us know who's winning, Lakers or Suns. Let us know, man. Um, continue to be good to yourself and good to each other out there. Don't drink and drive, don't section drive. We'll talk LeBron and we'll talk. Um, a question that I have no idea what's coming in part three. So with that, we'll say later. Peace. See ya.